0: Good morning, Doctor. Good morning. Doctor, I'll be 70 in February. And uh, of late, has been, I think, four months now, you see. I need to wake up in the middle of the night, say, at around 3 in the morning, you know, to ease myself, you see. I don't know why the water is, uh, is accumulating, you know, the whole day through. And uh, I only uh, urinate uh, uh, more the night, you know, and, and especially like I just mentioned in the morning.
1: Yeah, so it's only once at night, is it, you get up?
0: My friend, sometimes it's twice.
1: Why? I never had this before. No problems. Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay, you got no history of diabetes or anything. The late father had diabetes. When when did you last check uh, your blood test?
0: Oh God! I can't recall now. Yeah, I Dear think Lord. if
1: something new like this, uh, we call it nocturia. Twice, I mean, as we get older, sometimes it does happen. You know, they say as you lie down, more blood supply kidney, so you do get a bit of increase uh, frequency of urine at night. Uh, but you know, no other symptoms are no pain, no frequency, no burning pain when you pass urine. Nothing of that uh, sort. Uh, no, 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 okay. no. Only so the
0: frequency, yeah. About more than so anything I think it's else.
1: good to check. Uh, one of the causes of uh, nocturia is the you know the new onset diabetes. So must go and check that. Check your urine. Make sure there's no signs of any slight infection or cystitis the other thing you can do is like after 6 try to cut down on your uh, fluids you know take more before uh, daytime you know but after 6 o'clock cut down don't take tea or coffee at night so all these things you have to look at but you must check and see that there's no infection no diabetes no other cause of uh, you know increased urine at night everything is normal Then just adjusting your lifestyle uh, no choice oh I see I
0: test my not not the blood nah. I test the urine is it
1: no you must take both actually if you haven't done oh. it's at 7 it's good to actually do just a simple you know they do a full profile look at your kidneys your liver your urine your diabetes all that things that they check huh? can do yeah. any lab actually it doesn't cost that much just do a simple you know they say the full profile I'm
0: pensioner so it should be for free uh, if I go to HKL right?
1: you can go to the government and then ask them to do it for you
0: yeah, I can thank you very Hi. much bye my sister was diagnosed with a adult steel disease uh, last December so I would like to know whether this will eventually go away from her or she will have to have it all, uh, long term
1: I mean she presented what joint pains and all is it
0: uh, she does have pain on her foot Uh, Every time she walks, the upper part of the foot she says is very painful. But uh, she has been doing a lot of exercises, a lot of walking, cycling. Uh, She says it somehow um, reduces her pain. But um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to understand whether. But
1: how how did she diagnose the? Who diagnosed it for was Is rheumatology or?
0: yes, rheumatology.
1: Okay, okay. So they did all the blood tests, and they said it's a still disease, is it?
0: Yes. Uh, She had to go through about three months of testing.
1: Yes. so any medication they started on yet? Uh,
0: yes, I think um, she is now under some steroids. Uh, I, I don't quite sure what is the name of the medication. Yeah,
1: okay. So that means they definitely had done the diagnosis and she's probably at the positive titer and all that. So, I yes. mean, this all in autoimmune diseases, inflammatory diseases. Uh, exercise is definitely good. I would actually, Western medication for this long term, I've got their own side effects, their own chronic things. I, I would suggest a, a complete change lifestyle, take a lot of uh, foods high in anti-inflammatory foods cut off all mm-hmm. sort of preserved mm-hmm. foods all sort of uh, toxins you know refined carbs any foods that are like fried foods all these are anti-inflammatory i mean inflammatory foods you must get all that a lot of natural foods a lot of natural herbs and spices a lot of fruits and vegetables you know foods like uh, anti things like fish avocado all these are things that reduce some nuts and all that and uh, yeah. you know exercise is good uh, so all these to reduce uh, uh, inflammation certain supplements mm-hmm. maybe fish oils uh, turmerics and all might reduce inflammation probiotics also sometimes can help so try to complete yeah. lifestyle change so that she's not dependent on this uh, you know long-term medications that are quite toxic yeah. you know uh, hopefully yeah. she can try and change but of course you must follow the advice of your doctor uh, they will be able to tell you whether the inflammation getting better whether they can reduce the dosage of her medication and some patients have what they, the doctors use the word burnout disease that mean has sort of recovered completely and they said okay. the disease is burned out. basically what had happened is basically that person has been able to change the lifestyle and mm-hmm. reduce their inflammation in the body get the immune system back into balance and the disease actually gets better right So right. she should try all that and hopefully it will help in the long run So
0: it's possible to be cured from, from the disease.
1: Yeah, if you but it's a lot of uh, lifestyle change. La. You know, I think she, you and she maybe can do your own research into all these uh, autoimmune diseases and look at other aspects of natural ways to reduce the inflammation in the body and see whether that will help doctor's medication time being because you don't want to stop anything that can aggravate the disease. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but long term you that's want that's to that. look at uh, naturally trying to get the immune system back to order. You know, otherwise this medication long term will have their own side effects. Got
2: it. Thank you so much, doctor. Thank you. We receive a voice note from Connie. My dad had his wife's replacement surgery in uh, 2011. Uh, the surgeons say my dad's wife can last for 8 years. Uh, this year is the ninth year already. My dad is not on warfarin. Doctor, I would like to know whether there are any signs or symptoms to look out for pertaining to his valves.
1: Depends on which valve was actually replaced, you know, they got the mitral and the aortic valve. So, depending on which valve, the symptoms will be. But the symptoms can almost be the same. Like One is that he'll start feeling more tired again, they call you know, fatigue. Um, as he starts walking, he might get breathless or he has to stop to catch his breath. He might find that he's get episodes of uh, wheezing. Especially there's mitral valve, that means what collecting in the lungs so it's f- more signs and symptoms of heart failure again if it's the itic valve then there's stenosis so he'll find it you know do anything that's exerting the best thing will be for him to still go back and check with the surgeon uh, because they will do what they call echocardiogram and see what's happening to the valve is he still functioning properly or you know, is he getting you know weak again or is he getting narrowed or is he getting uh, what they call flail where the valve is not uh, you know like normal so these are some of the things and that would be the best way to actually monitor go okay. back to the cardiothoracic surgeon get an echocardiogram done but if any symptoms it actually should be going back So sometimes it might last if he's okay it might last uh, the valve might still last so that's good but I think the best is I'm sure they would have given him follow-up dates you know to come every few months so that's important for them to go and then talk to the surgeon to see what they think about the valve does it needs anything else or can he still carry on is this a valve?
2: synthetic valve doctor or is it using your own valve and they just did some surgery on it no
1: if it's met you would be on warfarin, you know, because that one you begin uh, risk of clotting is there. So I think it's uh, probably a sort of a bovine percent whichever was they're using it. So that's why it's not uh, using any warfarin. So again, I, I'm not sure which valve they use it. And the technique seems to be changing very fast, you know, so a lot of new technologies are coming in. But still, something so focused, it better go back to the cardiothoracic surgeon and let them review and let them guide you along.
2: We receive a text message from CT on our DG Lightline. She said that she has a nine-year-old girl who is a very picky eater and she's tried giving her supplements with lysine and she's still the same. Is there any food or supplement that uh, City can give her nine-year-old daughter to help her have enough nutrients, I guess?
1: Yeah, I suppose at this age, they can be very picky, you know, and uh, so I think don't force, uh, you know, if they're really very picky, just give them what they like to eat. And, you know, my daughter, the same problem, but uh, oh S- no, like she hates vegetables. But my daughter too. Nine years
2: old, she's eating carbs only. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, but interestingly, she, she liked cucumbers. So that was one way to get her to eat more of, uh, you know, some sort of vegetable, Rafi. So every meal, there was always cucumbers for her. And then later we found out that she also liked certain fruits. So we started adding that into the diet. And of course, her main thing was still carbs and uh, fried chicken. You know, kids somehow like fried chicken. But over time, as she grew up, she got smarter and better and now she takes a whole variety of things uh, you know that is more holistic so but trying to force them getting them to take things they don't enjoy might also not be counterproductive they might get upset so whatever they like uh, you know as long as there's some vegetable or some fruit they like or there's some protein they like just add more of that into the diet she can try certain supplemental milks out there that have got a full uh, sort of uh, nutritional there are a few out there so you can look at those brands and just supplement that time being uh, On milk. Yeah, oh, right. some milk formulas that are supposed to be full nutrition you know they have for children they have for older people so they can just supplement that for time being if she's worried they're not getting enough nutrition uh, and she can you know supplements like ly- uh, lysine so to increase your appetite but I think not a matter of no appetite, it's a matter of you know picky. picky yeah. Mm. So just have to work around that and slowly try to see which will things he enjoys, increase that in the diet.
2: I've actually seen the supplement, it's like veggie supplement as in that that whole supplement is supposed to be just really? vegetables mm. and fruits and all that in one supplement. Will yeah. that work too? I
1: don't know. I don't know whether that really is good, but no harm trying. Okay. Know, if that at least uh, Something better than nothing Isn't it So you can try that And all But I see growing up Okay and You know there's no Weight loss as such For her age and all that. not to worry first la. Is yeah.
0: that no way to Sneak in but suppose I like cut it Really really small for No you.
2: They're 9 years old They can see <laughs> <it>. They're feeding <laughs> themselves <laughs> June sends us a question on our DG Lightline. Hello, doctor. Where can I get free or cheaper medical checkup, please? I've checked private hospitals and blood labs. They're very expensive, especially for a heart check. It's for a 48 year old man.
1: If you want free, I suppose you'd go to a government hospital or you can try some of the universities like uh, you know UMMC or UKM, uh, UPM. Government hospitals, if you want full heart checkup, I think Serdang has got a cardiology unit now, Hospital Serdang, so okay. that'll be free. But of course, the, the waiting time might be you know sometime before they see you I don't know really Institute Jantung Gara has got a cheaper package you know but they also are no more that cheap anymore mm-hmm. they also more like a privatized uh, this thing yeah. uh, certain labs might give you a cheap uh, this thing but uh, whether they can actually do a full heart checkup I'm not very sure right so and I agree yeah private hospitals nothing if you're doing to look at like a full heart everything with uh, ECG stress test echo and all you can looking at at least something more than a, a
2: thousand, you know, thousand
1: right? plus really yeah. right so it's Not that cheap, so yeah, they can try that. If they're not uh, just for a routine checkup, it's not really urgent, then go into the universities or the government hospitals, uh, you know, and get appointment and let them check you up.
2: So you're saying Serdang IJN perhaps might have a package as well. Yeah,
1: and all the universities, uh, they because they all have their cardiac unit, so they you know they can refer you there, and then you can go for the checkup.
2: But all these. Uh, like blood labs and all that, do they do heart checks as well?
1: Yeah, I suppose a lot of them can do stress tests, ECG stress tests. I don't know about echocardiograms and all, but I think if you're asymptomatic, a full blood profile, a stress test should be enough, lah. You know, uh, if anything picked up from there or they're suspicious, then they refer you to mm. get a full, uh, you know, cardiac checkup.
0: This okay. has me thinking, though, because this person's at forty-eight. It's for a forty-eight-year-old, right? How old or how young should you start? Worrying about maybe I should get my my heart checked out?
1: I think it depends on your risk factors. Someone who's got uh, things like hypertension, diabetes, overweight, strong family history, smoker, you know, mm. all those things, lack of exercise, stress. we got people in their 20s you get heart attacks today. Right, yeah. You know, so it's no more like those days, you know, be shocked to get anyone in the 20s. I've seen an 18 year old with a heart attack, so uh, they're coming younger and younger, especially as suppose to this lifestyle and the risk factors. So, nothing too early if you think you have the risk factors. good good to go for a routine medical checkup you know once even in your 20s go for routine bloods you get a blood pressure check check your cholesterol sugars you know and the doctor feels that as you know you everything normal nothing to worry if there's any signs of risk factors you know for example your sugar your pre-diabetic your overweight your body fat is high then maybe they suggest go for further tests like you know stress test and all that Mm. yeah so depends on your lifestyle